All right, getting out and about in New Zealand and catching up with Laura Barrell. Hello, Laura. Hi, how's it going? Very, very well. This interview is 12 months in the making. We were starting to try and organise this Grand Prix Day uh, or Grand Prix Week uh, last year and um, for whatever reason, we just haven't been able to get it done to the extent that even Key's been taken for a drive in a car have, <laughs> have stopped these sort of interviews. But I want to get on and talk about the importance, I suppose, of rehoming you know, racehorses and standard breads and thoroughbreds, which is what you do on both sides of things, yes. and, and, the, and the horse industry in itself. Yeah, so I'm pretty lucky to have quite a large involvement involvement in rehoming the standard breads and thoroughbreds in New Zealand, which is pretty cool. White Rose Equine, is that yes, right? that's correct. That's the name that I like to brand the horses <laughs> under. Simon, you're a pest. Um, and and that's, your, that's your business and um, and you get that out there. You're very big on um, Instagram, TikTok um, and the likes. You've got a pretty big following. My daughter's one of those that follow you. Yeah, I honestly have no idea how the following kind of started, but it just keeps on growing and I'm so grateful to be able to give these X-Race horses the exposure through it. Um, no one's <laughs> going to see you. They're going to see two buff heads. These two are all about the, the thing. Well, firstly, Simon. Who's Simon? So Simon is a thoroughbred that I got back in September. He's been off the track already for a couple of years, but his rider was having a few behavioural issues with him. So his racing owners gave me the opportunity to have him. As you can see, he's just a big character. I'm hoping he'll be my show jumper, but he's just a lovely animal to have around. And then this is Classy, Classy Brigade, who has been retired for coming up two years. Would it be two years or...? It will be just over a year. I just believe year. it was about so, yeah. September the year before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was too. Um, time doesn't go as fast as what, what you think it is. Um, and he, last weekend, won, he won, how many, so that was one, one event, but how many events has he won since he's been retired? Well actually last weekend was our first event and he went out, it was show ring and won champion standard bread which was pretty cool. I was pretty wrapped, I couldn't really believe it. Just shows that he's just going to continue to be a champion I think, <laughs> regardless of the discipline. So one for one, so that, that was, that was um, that would have been, you know, you would have been pretty wrapped, wrapped with that. How were the Duns when you told them? Yeah, they were so happy for me as well, which is pretty cool and so happy for him, but um, I've got to try to break the record now because Classy likes to win things and threes, no pressure. He's going to do three, three in a row. <laughs> At least three. I don't know if he's shown before that, but he's also going to lead out um, the cup field for the Rangiora Cup um, in a week's time. Yeah, so we previously led out the Kaikoura Cup, not this year, but the year before, and we've been asked to lead out the Rangiora Summer Cup, which he won quite early in his career, so that's going to be quite cool. I think he'll be a bit excited to ponce around the track again. So what is it about the, the standard breeds that you enjoy? Um, I grew up always riding them. Like my riding started at a trekking centre with like a team of 30 retired standard breeds. So I was just fell in love with them then and their natures. And that still, yeah, people just underestimate them so much. They're just such kind animals that are capable of so much more than racing. Yep. And they're not as big a gooses as, as the thoroughbreds. No. Their temperaments are a little bit different, and I mean that nicely. I, I actually like thoroughbreds as much as the, I think any horse is a, is a good horse, but um, their temperaments are a little bit different. But I suppose the racing component, does that ever you know, uh, throw up concerns for you when you've got to try and rehome them? Not really. Um, not in terms of the racing component. Component. I definitely think the standard breeds are a bit easier to work with off the track than the thoroughbreds, but there's more of a market for the thoroughbreds, unfortunately, than the standard breeds, just because the thoroughbreds are just 
unfortunately that little bit more capable as much as I love the standard breads there is quite a niche kind of market for them unfortunately but you do get some standard breads that can jump you get some standard breads that can even do eventing I've seen them over where we are get some beautiful dressage ones now too so it, it is ever evolving definitely in Australia is it evolving here in New Zealand getting bigger and bigger yeah it definitely is getting bigger and bigger the um, appreciation for the standard breads which is cool I just think the problem is is because of their quiet temperaments generally and that they're so affordable they just probably don't always end up in the homes that can do as much with them whereas the thoroughbreds because they're that little bit harder they generally end up with people that are maybe potentially a bit more capable yep. so I think that's kind of the bit of the issue for them there's not many people that are willing to put all that work in and get them out there yep. and, they, and they do take a little bit of work the beauty of a standard bread as compared to the thoroughbred they can miss a week or two weeks jump back on them and away they go yeah absolutely Classy's pretty used to that routine now <laughs> Um, you've been rehoming for quite a while. Um, how, well, start, how, like, how long have you been doing it as a business? Um, well, I've had my business since I was 16, and I'm 22 now. But in terms of the standard breeds, predominantly, must be since 2019, so about four years now. Yep, and, and yeah. like you enjoy it, obviously. Um, it, is it a business that you can make money out of? Yes and no. It really depends. Like some horses are more homeable than others straight off the track. Um, I, can't, I definitely don't do it for the money, I definitely, a lot of this, predominantly all of it does come out of my own pocket, um, but it's more just for the love of it than anything, yeah. every now and again you get a bonus from it, but yeah. yeah. What about, um, do you have certain horses that, you know, you'll see a rider come here and they, you know, they want to take classy or whoever, um, and you say, no you're not fit, like does that, and I suppose that would be a bit of a, a problem for you, that you probably need the money and need the, you know, need the space for the horse, but if they're not the right fit they're better off not taking the horse? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm very fussy for the horses. I want to put the horses first, so everyone gets a pretty decent background check, um, check, and I sell all of them with contracts as well that I have the right to take the horse back and that kind of thing if anything was to go wrong because, yeah, I care about the horse's welfare the most. No, that, that is the important part. That's a big step on your behalf too, and I suppose you don't want to take them back, but if you have to, you have to. Yeah, well, I've always said, though, that when the horses leave, I think a little piece of me goes with them. I get so emotionally invested in every single horse that comes onto my property that sometimes it is quite nice to see them back, but it's just as rewarding, if not more rewarding, seeing them out with their new people and enjoying life under saddle. Your social media posts, and you put them out there, and I said, you know, my daughter follows you. Uh, it was just actually about a week ago I was talking to her, and you're, we were doing, looking at Instagram, and you, you came up on there. I said, oh, you follow Laura? And she goes, yeah. She said, um, she said, rehome standard breads and does some tricky stuff with horses. How important is that social media aspect for breaking down the barriers, if you like, for the standard breads and the thoroughbreds, this, this rehoming? How, how important do you see that, see that sort of space? Yeah, I think the social media aspect is just so important. Um, just... Oh, even the comments and things I get, like Classy out at a show the other weekend, I put a comparison to when I first started him and he obviously was a pacer so it took a bit of time to, around, yeah. <laughs> to convince him to trot and people just can't believe it and it's just been so good to show them the things that they are capable of and Classy and I have all sorts of adventures that people overseas just probably don't get the opportunity to have, like we go to our local river for swims and gallop down the beach at sunset and all that is important too, it shows people you know, life in New Zealand and things as well. That I think that's how the following kind of started, really. Did it, did it ski? You're only 22. Um, did it scare that social media side of things? Because some people get scared of it, some people don't like, you know, putting what they do out there. Did it, did it ever actually scare you? 
Yeah, it did scare me. And like my following started getting big when I was 12 years old. So there was a lot of pressure for 12 year old me. Like I was just a girl just having fun with my ponies and to have all these people watching me and asking things from me from some, such a young age was a lot of responsibility and pressure. Yeah. Now, is it, do you, is it just what you do? I guess, yeah, it's just become part of everyday life. I think my close friends probably say that I post too much on social media, which... Join the clue. <laughs> yeah, which could be fair, but when you've been raised like that, it just becomes a part of everyday life. And, and it's, it's a big part of your business, and um, but so I think it's also a big part of the rehoming business, I suppose, and not necessarily just you, but, but other people, because people watch you ride horses, and sometimes you just jump in them, sometimes you've got no saddles, no bridles, and things like that on them, um, and, you, and you're jumping them, and as a dad, I don't like that part, but it doesn't, that part doesn't worry me, but um, you know, it, is, it is important, as I say, to get this message out there, and you might be able to, you know, someone that always just wants a quarter horse or a stock horse or whatever, and they say, well, hang on, I might be able to try a standard bread or a thoroughbred. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, although I predominantly do the X-Race horses, I have so many other breeds of horses come through as well, which is cool. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. And, like, even I post horses now when, I, when they first arrive and my inbox is flooded with people just wanting to take them already. It's like, hold on, let me break it into saddle first and yeah. see what they're How many about. have you rehomed over the journey, you reckon? Um, this year alone, I think I'm about to go over 20. So, wow. Well done. Yeah, thank you. I think in, over the past few years, I was helping an organisation that was a charity set up to rehome standard breeds, and in a year, we'd rehomed almost 100. So alone, I'm probably getting close to the 40, 50 mark. Yeah, well done. That's a that's a huge effort, and it's a. I think the industry needs it. I think you know every industry needs you know to showcase that these horses do have a life after after you know racing. Um, people love them, and they want to be able to do things for them. Not all of them work out either, though. That's a, that's the truth about the whole thing. No, and like I love racing. Like um, rehoming got me into the racing industry, harness racing, and now also into the um, thoroughbreds as well. And I just love seeing the horses being successful on the track. You know, doing what they're bred to do but then I also love being that person who's there to help them find something new when their time's up. What's your favourite discipline? Discipline in terms of like... Horse racing, yeah, or horse, sorry, not horse racing, horses. What is your favourite, yeah, I shouldn't say discipline, sport, sport like show jumping, eventing, uh, racing, what's your favourite? It'd be so hard to pick a favourite because I just get the opportunity to do so many different things. Um, but I've always loved the eventing kind of side. I haven't Competing's never really been a priority for me, but I'm hoping with these two now that I can get out a little bit more. But, yeah, nothing beats flying around a cross-country course. Uh, what's the strangest one you've done? If you've done so many different things, uh, what's the strangest challenge you've taken on with a rehomer? Um, with a rehomer, I mean, classy, like, I live at a quarter horse stud, so they do all the cow cutting and where people walk up and roping cattle and doing all that kind of thing, so classy's done a little bit of that, chasing the cows around. They actually love it, don't they? They love it, yeah. He was initially like, what am I doing? But his ears prick up when he sees the cows now, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nutrient and Mob, I do a lot for an organisation, sorry. Uh, they sell, they actually uh, had a competition with, I think, eight of them to rehome them for, for camp drafting, and, and they loved every bit of that too. Oh, that's so, hey, you don't nibble. Don't worry, he's about to put his backside in front <laughs> yeah, of the camera as well. Laura, thank you. Well done for, for what you are doing, and if anyone wants to follow you on your socials, go your hardest now. This is your, your because I'm out of, I, I won't be able to remember any of them. I'm basically White Rose Equine on most platforms and then on TikToks just laura.underscore.burrell. Yep, and be able to follow her, give her a follow. Um, even if you're not in the market for a standard bread or thoroughbred, you'll be able to see some cool things because one thing I do like, and I think it's recommended for everyone, you don't do the same, you do different, and that's the best way to 
build and showcase so some people might not like racing they like racing because of what you do um, showcasing these horses on the racetrack and then afterwards and I think it's the, the beauty of what you do and uh, you've got to be able to change and change it up as often as you can yeah thank you